Do we look white? <laughs> I think I'm always white. I mean, we are white. <laughs> Welcome to Off Script with Sammy. Today I'm with one of my closest friends. Alex Chase. Hi, Alex Chase. <laughs> wow, you just sounded so like, what's that style? Gossip Girl? Gossip Girl? It's giving Gossip Girl. Ooh. I feel like we give Serena and Blair. We definitely give some sort of that energy. Gold cat, black retriever. Wait, the opposite. <laughs> For those of you who like can't visually see us, I just dyed my hair black and Alex just dyed her hair pretty blonde. Yeah, I, we went opposite. It looks good. We're going on spring break together in four weeks. Fort Lauderdale, no. No, in Miami. In Miami. <laughs> we haven't booked the flight tickets Shaking yet, but we are going. Yeah, but Shaking we're, we're, we're going to we'll, be there. On a cruise ship. On a cruise ship. On a cruise ship. Which will be worse. <laughs> More exciting. Bigger the better. Bigger and better. We do this with all of our guests. And by all of our guests, I mean, welcome to episode two. I know that I was supposed to have Brie on this. In my last episode, I promised you that I would be speaking about Brie's AI company with her. But Brie randomly flew to Maryland yesterday. She'll be back. So we have the next best thing. Cheers. I love being second best. I'm, I'm just, just kidding. kidding. I love you so much. You're going to do a 30-second introduction just like Brie did. Hi, guys. I'm Alex. You can call me Big Al, Al Gal, whatever you feel. Al Gal Fashionista. I'm from Manhattan Beach, California. How many seconds? And, um, okay, I used, it's a small beach town. I used to hate the beach. Got caught in a rib current. Now I love the beach. I'm a big beach girl. I don't want to leave the beach. I've been in L.A. for 21 years of my life because I'm 21. And I went to UCLA, graduated three years. I'm a communications major, entrepreneurship minor. And now I don't know what to do with my life, but I love creating. I love art, I love puppies, raves, country, everything that gets me excited. What? That was great! Okay. That was amazing. Thanks. I'm a communications and entrepreneurship minor as well. So Alex and I actually have had a lot of classes together. Freshman year, we had one or two. And then junior year, yeah. we kind of designated, like, we're going to make sure that we have multiple mm -hmm. classes together and that we took a ton of classes together. But I kind of want to start this episode off really quickly talking about how we met. Basically, mm -hmm. first week of college, we moved to Los Angeles, California during COVID. So what that meant for UCLA was we all just were a bunch of 17, 18-year-old kids living in apartments, had, like, literally, like... Yeah. Asses for heads. Like, we were running... What is it? Like, running amok? What is it called with, like, assless chickens? Ass or hats? <laughs> we were just, I have no idea. We were dumb we as were fuck. dumb bitches. <laughs> dumb bitches. <laughs> dumb little children. And we all lived in, like, adult family apartments. Yeah, with I had, multiple people. I had a stripper pole in mine. Freshman year. I had a hamster that oh lived in a frat with me eventually. <laughs> did it die? It did. It did. <laughs> it lived in my apartment freshman year, and then when I lived in the frat house over the summer, it lived in that house. And then I think it came home with me after, and then it passed away. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. I had two. I can't really remember. What were their names? Gouda. It was Gouda. Both of them? Gouda and Ludacris. I completely forgot that you did that. Yeah. That was really good. I loved pets. We also had a bunny. Um, last year. It was Bear the Bunny and I fell in love with Bear. My roommates brought it home to us one day, surprised us with it. I was like, what the hell? But then eventually I fell in love with it, as one does. And after like a, five months, the roommate that originally brought it into the apartment decided to just bring it back to the shelter one day because she was done taking care of it. Oh, so and bye. Yeah, guys. and I didn't even oh, get to say wait. goodbye or anything. That's so yeah, sad. and I was I cried. Yeah, because I, I actually cry. was really attached, and she's like, "Well, it was my bunny. Like, I brought it. Whatever." I was like, "Okay." It and was our I, bunny at that point. I know it was our bunny, and I called yeah. all of like the LA shelters because I was trying to get it back, and she like wouldn't tell me which shelter she dropped it off at because she didn't want me to bring it back to the apartment. It was a drama thing, but I never found it. I hope Bear. Sorry. Like, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I, so for I forgot about that, honestly. It's honestly kind of a one of one experience that we've had with animals in college because I fostered yeah. nine cats. Sammy just decided one day to become a cat, cat mother, mother. Like consistently. Consistently. It started a year ago 
this month. Yeah. Year, we're filming in February right now. I never, we're filming on a leap day. Do you oh, know it's yeah. a leap day? It's a leap day. February so 29. This day isn't going to happen again for four, four years. years. I literally was thinking the other day, what happens if people celebrate their birthdays on, on a leap day? They, yeah. Do they celebrate it on the 1st of March or the 29th or the, tw- or, or the 28th? 28th? Yeah, February. February. They basically get a birthday, like a legit birthday once every four years. Yeah, that's so kind of... I don't know if it's like really cool or really sad. I feel like it's kind of it's kind Both. of niche. It would be yeah. like if if I was born on that, it'd be a, a personality year. trait for me. It would know? also be like a four year festival. Like every day on my real birthday, it's a yeah. festival. Like today, like this is the year when you're a kid, right? These are the big birthdays. Thirteen because you're a teenager. Yeah. Seventeen because you're getting your permit or wherever you are in the world. In New Jersey, you get your permit at seventeen. We you are sixteen in California. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen for y'all. Seventeen for <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. they don't trust us in Jersey to drive. Honestly, they oh. fucking shouldn't. Seventeen and then eighteen's a big one. Twenty one's a big 21. one. And then your thirties, your forties. But if definitely. you're a leap year baby, every Every four years is important. Mm. Four, eight, 12, 16, yeah. 20. Did you see those times tables that I just did? I was doing them in my head. <laughs> Were you a rocket math kid? Totally no. You don't know what rocket math is? No, what is rocket math? Really? I didn't, we didn't have that. Rocket math fostered competitiveness within children. It was like, basically mm. they give you 60 seconds and 60 multiplication problems. So it's like 60 times one, Ooh, six fun. times seven, seven times seven. And then like the nasty kids like me, like I'd kind of like flip it over like two seconds earlier to get two extra questions in. Mm. And it was supposed to be you competing against yourself, but some mm. kids took it as competing against other kids. I think that for me, it was mainly competition that against myself. That was you. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like you would compete against the other kids. I, like this sounds so fucked. I was like better than the other kids at math. I got a, I got That's a fair. perfect score in my math ACT. Really? Yeah. I did not. It's That's like, really impressive, though. I worked my butt off. Thank you. She's a hard worker. I, I was such a good math kid, and now I'm a communications major, so... <laughs> I could have been Same. an actor or something. But. I'm like, I used to do AP Chem and AP Bio and Physics, and I loved it, and now I do marketing. And now I talk. <laughs> I, I like it, do. Moral of the story, I think that being a leap year baby. Happy birthday, you leap year. Happy birthday. Mofos. For the first time in four years. Cheers. Cheers. Do you right. need more wine? I do need more wine. Thank you for noticing. This should never be empty. <laughs> bottomless. Bottomless. Bottomless, bottomless at Sammy's. Mm. Bottomless podcasting. Wait, yeah. that's like a <gasps> business concept. Because Wait. every one of their mother wants to start a podcast right now. Bottomless, bottomless podcasting. podcasting. Like, friend groups come in, mm. and you have a podcast studio, and just <gasps> bottomless mimosas for them. Oy. And you film and edit an episode for them. You let that them film for two hours. would literally be so good. Can we do that? The things that happen in bottomless mimosas... Should only stay in Like, should stay there. Yes, I agree. But I think it would be like, you know how friends sign up to do an escape room? Yeah. And they go to the escape room, and they're like, okay, we're going to get out of the escape room after two hours. Mm. This would be an experience, like an immersive experience. They go for two hours, they film, they drink a fuck ton, and then afterwards, the company, Mm. we're going to call it Bottomless Podcasting. Bottomless Podcasting. Bottom casting? Bottoms. That sounds sexual. Pods. (laughs) Bottoms up, pod. Bottoms up. We'll work on that. Bottoms up. Bottomless. Bottomless mimosas. (laughs) Something like that. Something like that. And it's like a studio experience, and then the week after, the company, Bottomless Mimosas. (laughs) I like it, actually. Edits it, and then sends it back to the friend group, and then they have that to remember (gasps) their friend group. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah, I like it. It doesn't need to go public. It doesn't need to go public. It's like you want to capture those moments. It's for every individual friend group. I love that. Alex and I have a shared commonality. We've been single for 21 years. Woo! <laughs> Yay! Honestly, not, that, 
Like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, okay. Yeah, we've been single for 21 years. When you think about being single all four years of college, what are your thoughts? Are you happy that you were single all four years? Are you, do you regret it? Well, I guess she graduated in three years. I'm graduating in two weeks. So, looking back, I mean, freshman year being single. Everyone should be single oh. freshman year of oh. college. You're starting fresh. Like, if you have that special someone, that's great for you. But I think freshman year of college is really, like, your time to leave the nest and figure yourself out in a little bit and yeah, kick it off. 100%. And then sophomore year passed and then junior year passed and then, you know, basically senior year passed. And I'm still single. And I'm thinking, <laughs> like, no. Okay, I love being single. There's a right. stigma of like, oh, you never had a boyfriend. Some people take that as a red flag if you never had a boyfriend. But I think that in, especially where we are in LA and the generation we live in with like, there's Tinder and Hinge and many people at the tap of a button, whatever. It's hard to really find oh, your type of person mm-hmm. because everyone's looking for the next best thing. Everyone's kind of, there's like these situationships, there's things called exclusive. Like, I don't even Not exclusive. know. Yeah, yeah, like, what does it mean? Dating, talking, dating, talking dating around, it's open a, relationships. It's just a lot. Yeah. And Hooking I, up, yeah. Sleeping together. Sleep Hooking up, but not sleeping together. But not, but being, yeah. We're the CEOs yeah. of that one. Just not <laughs> sleeping with anybody, but. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> but yeah, I think that if, now that I've realized I'm happy being single, it's so fun being single like you don't really have to worry about another person because it's kind of like a part-time job when you have someone else to worry about all the time like even friendships it's a lot of work in a relationship it's even more work 100 percent. so and i like i personally like spending time on you Mm. and i'd rather spend time on you and our friendship and my friendship with brie than with a man yeah. God. Sorry, I, mean, I love you, man. I love men. We love men. Like, I think about it really hard, and I haven't met anyone that I have really wanted to put my time yeah. and energy into, like, that, in that way, sadly. And I think that person's out there, but I just haven't found that person yet. There's actually some crazy statistic. Something about, like, how there's, like, a 99% chance that you've met your significant oh, other before yeah, yeah. the age of blank. I know Wait, let me look it up. 50% of the folks surveyed on this website all met their partner at some point during their 20s. So that's fine. I did see your statistic the other day, though. I think I sent it to you on Instagram. It freaked me the absolute fuck out. It's some Harvard study oh, that if yeah. you are single by the age of 22 and you've never had a relationship, there is a 85% chance that you'll still be single by 40 years old. What the fuck? We're I, fucked. Yeah. That means that there is, like... That is a thing that scares me, especially... That scares the fuck out of me. With, like, that whole concept. Being 21 right now, I am worried that I've never had a serious boyfriend relationship because eventually when that happens, like, maybe it's within the next year, not at the rate we're going, but, like, maybe at 23 <laughs> not or 24. before 20- spring break, I hope. No. <laughs> Don't maybe get next week, like... <laughs> I'm ready. Um, yeah, wait, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, basically, we're ready for marriage. <laughs> if we do have a relationship starting within the next year or so, right. that means that, like, realistically, say we, we're going to date them for a year or two, because I need a long-term type of boyfriend. We're at the age where if even if we start dating in a year, and, like, we're 22 or 23, and we are going to have a relationship probably for, like, a year, if it's our first one, or two years maybe even, because people do that, um, then by that time, we're like... Alex sees no longevity in the first one. <laughs> the first one is just a fucking test run. We have no idea. No clue what we're ready for. And people are always like, you're going to meet the person when you're not looking. And I'm like, okay, I'm not looking. We haven't been looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. (laughs) You know. No, but like, we're we're really not. But we're really not. We're really not. But we're ready. We're ready, but we're not. Well, are we ready? I feel like we're ready. I'm a bit emotionally unavailable. I didn't realize that until recently. I think we're just really afraid of commitment because we've had people and it's like... 
I don't know if I want to commit to that because it's a lot. Is it worth it? Like, I've tried, mm. I don't know, and then realize. Like, I have to be all in. I yeah. think I have to be really head over heels, and so does he. 100%. I think that a lot of people tell me, they're like, Sammy, like, it seems like you're just scared to get into a relationship because you think that the first person you meet, you're going to marry and you're going to date for a long ass time. And it's like, yeah, my parents met when they were 21. I'm mm-hmm. 21. Mm-hmm. My parents have been, you know what I mean? Like, and my yeah. mother moved to, like, butt fuck nowhere, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and, like, had kids, like, kind of early. Like, okay, 29. That's not that early, actually. But, you know, they yeah, got married. Yeah, it's different nowadays, I yeah. feel like. Like, apparently people are having kids later, but anyways. I will probably. I'm not going to have kids in seven years. I'm thinking 30. I hope 30, but, like, that gives us only about seven or nine years to find a relationship or two. Because we need to have, I feel like I need to go through a first relationship to have a, you know, I can't marry the first person. Like, it would be I nice need. to like. That's scary. It would be nice to marry the first love, but it would also be nice to experience heartbreak. Yeah. Because I feel like something that I've struggled with is empathizing with those going through heartbreak. Yeah, that is something I have too. Like I can't, I don't understand that type of love fully. Because, or even close. Or that type of pain. Yeah, or that type of pain. Because I think I've felt yeah. heartbreak like when my grandma died and when my grandpa died and when my friend died, but yeah. I haven't experienced the pain of like loving someone who is still alive and just not being able to like tangibly like have them in your life. Yeah, or that feeling where you're like you've you know everything about that person, you've spent so much time and then you like you I don't know, break up and it's bad and then you see them again and you act like you don't know each other. Yeah. And like that is br- that brutal that people bad. can do that. That sounds not good. Yeah. So what is the closest you've ever gotten to having some type of relationship? Give us a little story dive. Also, we're going to need a code name. His name is going to be Bradford. Actually. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Bradford Barry. Last time, Bree's nicknames were Pakistan. And oh, that's a good one. Mine was Mr. Rapper Boy. I like that. Yeah. But okay, okay Bradford. That's a great one. Bradford. Honestly, it's kind of fitting. Bradford Barry. Bradford Barry. <laughs> He's like the buddy. He just left it. What <laughs> Okay, Sammy needs to kick this story off because she's the origin. <laughs> so Bradford Barry and I were talking for a bit and he was very kind and considerate. And then eventually I was just like, this is not going to happen. And pretty much as soon as that happened, he moved on to her. But I did want to say that one time Bradford Barry left cocaine on the floor of my apartment while I had a cat. And like, this was like the moment I knew it was done. I looked at him, I go, Bradford Barry. <laughs> Did you just leave the cocaine out? You know I have a pet cat right now, right? He goes, oops. Oops. Because <laughs> she was there too. Anyway. Because because he was literally had come over to help Sammy take her final because he does he was really finance sweet. and was really nice. And he's the sweetest guy. And I'm still friends I, Yeah, with him. and I am too. And we can never say a bad word about him. Never like, say he bad is word. so nice. But he's the closest you've had to a relationship. But he is close I've had a relationship. Okay, so tell that story. Basically, we went to Coachella together. We kind of met all through Coachella because Sammy invited me and they, they were staying with Bradford Berry and his friends. So the first year was really fun and whatever. But Super chill, friendly vibes. Super chill. And then we went second year and just different vibes. Like, wait, say your point because I feel like that's when it went wrong. Second year of Coachella, I was not doing the best. I was having a bad weekend. I was stressed out. I was not doing the best mentally. But me... Alex, Bradford Barry, and the whole friend group from the Coachella the year prior were all there. But mm-hmm. at this point, Bradford Barry and I had gone on a few dates, and he never really pursued things with me. Like, at this point, we were kind of talking, but we'd never kissed. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, he would come to my show and be supportive, and he'd help me with, like, my homework. And, like, I felt like we were very close friends, but we never kissed, and we never established this, like, kind of, we're friends, really close friends, or we're talking and dating. Then yeah. at this point during Coachella, he was making it really clear, like, I want this to be a thing. Mm-hmm. This is going to be more than just friends. Mm-hmm. But I was just not in a good mood. I wasn't having it, and I kind of ruined the vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sammy was, Sammy, I was like, miserable. It was just bad timing, bad, you know, we all have our days, whatever. This man really likes EDM. Me too. And Sammy <laughs> likes rap. So it was kind of hard to, you know, go to different sets and stuff. So it just caused that like music festival tension that yeah. happens. Basically, they end up drifting apart. How did he even pursue me? Now I'm trying to... Bro, I have no he fucking idea. really like subtly. I think he literally just invited you to a rave. <gasps> That's what it was. Okay, after Coachella... I had been saying, like, I'd never gone to a real rave, and I really wanted to go to one because I loved the whole music festival experience. Like, these men are perfect music festival people. They like, Amazing. live it. They live, eat, sleep, breathe it, and they know how to do it, and it makes you feel, like, just so safe and fun. Yeah, perfect rave family. And I, yeah. for the record, I'm not the biggest raver. I like yeah, house and music. it's okay. It's, it's a whole different thing. Like, it's a lot. You know? No, it's not everyone's scene. I'm thinking, like, how did he slide? How did he homie hop so subtly? So here's a note. If you're looking to homie hop friends, I wanted to rave. EDC happened to be the next, like, few weeks after Coachella. He's like, let me take you to the mommy-daddy rave of Coachella, basically. Like, whatever. EDC is that. I guess it's your rave, like, Bible rave, whatever. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah, let's fucking go. Like, I want to go to a rave. I wasn't thinking of it as anything really more. I just kind of, like, we had so much fun at Coachella. It was just another, like, rave. So we went to EDC. It was super fun. I felt like we were buddies because he obviously <laughs> had been with Sammy somewhat, and I just kind of was, like, really turned yeah, off by that. for a few months. Yeah, and, I, like, and I talked to Sammy about it. I was like, oh, are you chill, whatever? And she and was, was like, like, I'm fine. Fuck, like, we're Thank I'm over that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like literally, like, okay. I passed it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I passed him to her like I passed her a microphone. passed the torch to me. Ah! If you want a homie hop, this is how you do it. You homie slide. <laughs> you homie slide. Here's your tutorial. Time. Says hopey hopey. Basically, hopey. invite your friend's best friend to another rave. Yeah. And not invite the one that you originally had. Yeah. But I, I felt left out. Yeah. Like, how like, could you not? Yeah. But but it was in a subtle way because she doesn't like raves. So it was kind of like, okay, obviously I wouldn't invite you. Yeah. So it was kind of a... It was really good, honestly. And I was in for a good time. So... It was smooth. It was smooth. Good job. Anyways. Calculated. Well. Calculated. He's very calculated, I realize. Oh, I yeah. I think he is a calculator. Calculator. He does finance and stuff. <laughs> Anyways, while we were at ADC, things were going good. We were with a fun little rave group, and they were like, let's go to Lightning in a Bottle next weekend, which happened mm. to be the next weekend after. Mm. Like, we decided to go in the car, like, back from EDC day two to three. It was really spontaneous, and I love that shit. So I'm like, okay, let's go to Lightning in a Bottle together. Lightning in a Bottle is like a uh, camping festival. I never camped at a festival or even thought that was a good idea for myself. <laughs> but I'm like, let's do it. So we all camped. Me and him literally pitched a tent. Basically, this is where it kind of turned into a different thing. This is a really long story, by the way. Yeah, no, but it kind you're, of you're a, giving all the contacts. It's like I'm giving really all the contacts. But it was a long, like, it was basically the past two years, kind of. Because Coachella started yeah. freshman year. Fuck. This is the story of how we could never go to Coachella again. Honestly, like, I'm sad. But, like, I'm I can't sad, go to Coachella. We had our good times. Like We had three great Coachellas. Honestly, there's better better music festivals than Coachella was which he taught me thank you (laughs) (laughs) thank you Bradford thanks for Bradford Bradford. there's one thing Bradford taught me after lightning in a bottle after lightning in a bottle he started giving you vibes right started giving me vibes like wanted to have a date whatever 
Well, let me just tell you guys about our first kiss because that I just have to, I just, I don't know why. You know, obviously he's gonna try to make a move eventually. So like we were going, this was during my 75 hard and he yeah. was like, told me that he did hikes and stuff. And I was like, oh, I wanna do a hike with you. Uh, we went to Malibu to do a hike. It was like 6 a.m. He picked me up, had already had my Starbucks order ready, which I think is the cutest thing ever that you can Aww, do. Oh, that's so like, sweet. And he had remembered that's my sweet. order from when I got it at EDC like two months prior. So Aww. really cute. I think that's romantic yeah. as fuck. And every man should do that. Like just think about things like that yeah, but, yeah be yeah. considerate then we went on a little hike and i thought we were going like mountain hike whatever he's like let's sit down and meditate i was like okay sure. <laughs> I, would, I would hike but like okay sure like i'm trying to exercise so we just laid down and he had like a towel sit down he like, plays this little meditation thing on his phone we're just like looking up at the sky i'm literally like so i have so much caffeine i'm thinking like i just want to work out can i add something yeah was it this the exact same blanket that he brought the time he took me on a blanket date? I think so. Because he took remember. me on a blanket. Basically did the same thing to Sam. Yeah, like took me out and like put a blanket on the beach and yeah. got me food. Basically, we were laying there meditating. This is more chill, but he did do that like mm. the second time. Um, and he looks over, he's like, I have something to give you. I was like, okay, what? And he basically does the like rave thing. Like it's like peace, love and unity and then he like you put the bracelet over so he starts moving this little bracelet over right as he's putting it over the bracelet breaks like it literally just Stone. all of the beads are on on the mat on the whatever beach and i'm like what what does that say because i'm looking at the letters and i see like k i s s like m e like literally all in the letters wait you you were able to read it out that fast? yeah like i i saw the oh, letters and i put shit. it together really and i was like uh oh like oh uh oh i don't know what to do about this because it was just so random i wasn't expecting it at all and then yeah he was i was like what did that say he goes oh it said kiss me and then we just like kissed and i literally was like oh i just wasn't expecting it it's like when you go out with a friend and then they're like let's make out but in a really subtle way like no shame to him at all but i just like wasn't in that same level yeah and hike is also not indicative of like date yeah like i like to it, be more clear our friend on the Brie, who you met on the podcast the other day yeah was involved in this whole was involved because we all knew yeah. each other from coachella. coachella anyways she called me up one day in the summer and was like let's all go to greece together like with bradford with Barry. bradford Barry boy and um and our other amigos from the raving and i was the only one not invited minus sammy from the friend group fuck sammy and i literally <laughs> called them a week later and i was like can i come and he was like no and this is where it got really weird because it was, like, a weird middle situation. Like, he was saying it was a family trip with one of the guys and then, like, saying there was no room for Sammy. And then mm -hmm. it became actually so drama. And like, then it was, like, him trying to pin me against her. Mm -hmm. Him trying to pin her. I don't know if he tried to pin you against Kinda. me. But, like, probably. And then, like, I was just, at the end of the day, I was just mad at him. Yeah. And he, and he was using the excuse to Sammy that, like, this we were trying to use this time to, like, get more connected together remember yeah like it was supposed yeah. to be a romantic thing for us and i was kind of like whoa eventually it like worked out me brie bradford berry boy brie's boyfriend and then some other friends we all went to mykonos and i was in italy alone by the way <laughs> sammy was on her own solo travels fighting <laughs> myself she was having fun <laughs> i think yeah she was <laughs> a little sad she was having fun okay so you were in Greece with him for like a week? Yeah, so we started out at Mykonos, and here's the thing that was kind of weird. Like, we were supposed to room together with Brie, Brie and, her, and ex. her ex. Mm. And I was, like, fully, like, we are at the airport with Brie and her ex and Bradford Berry Boy, and, like, <laughs> I guess Brie's ex didn't know that we were all living together in a right. shared Airbnb. So at the airport, he's like, no, I don't want to do, I don't want to share a room with you guys. Like, I don't want to do that, even though it was, like, a big Airbnb, whatever. 
So then Bree's ex literally books their own place right then and there. So then me and Bradford Berry Boy end up in like this Airbnb, whatever. It was just us two. And it, I was just like, this is already a rocky start to the trip. You know, I was just feeling kind of, I don't know, manipulated, like weirdly, just like, how did this happen? Because I thought it was a whole group trip. This is just where it feels like I didn't know what was going on fully. Like I wasn't reading. I don't know, whatever. Damn, I'm sorry. I didn't even think about it like fully from your perspective. Yeah. That you're like, what the fuck? Like I'm kind of manipulated into a couple situation yeah kind of yeah which i guess looking back it could have been like a double date situation yeah but also i guess like in the sense of you and him are literally getting to know each other Mm -hmm. and brie and her ex were together two years at that yeah like it was a while for them yeah yeah i just i wasn't ready for like a couple's trip with him i don't know at that time because we'd had that one kiss where the bracelet broke that was that was it yeah. Wow. That's wild. That's a big leap. It is a big leap. And but then, also, you know those Instagram reels that are like, <laughs> don't take her on a date. Take her on a trip. Yeah. It does. And it did work, for real. So take her on a trip, I guess. He was really putting in the effort. So, right. Like, I do applaud him for that. And it was working. Like, just slowly but surely. While we were in Greece together, we ended up hooking up. Friends with benefits. Fun type situation. We got back and he took me out. Mm. Little picnic. Basically did the same thing that I did with Sammy. Yeah. Like, lights, lights, disco ball, beach, whatever. Everything. Same thing. And here comes part two because he did the same peace, love, and unity thing. It was like, we were going to a rave this upcoming week together. So he goes, peace, love, have something to give you. Close your eyes. And then this time he didn't want it to break. So he was like, let me just hand it to you. <laughs> and he handed it to me and I oh. opened it up. And it's this beautiful brave candy bracelet and guess what it says guess what it says will you be my girlfriend will you be, be, my, be girlfriend. my girlfriend and it's such a beautiful bracelet each bead was different colors and everything i'm like whoa like not expecting this at all we never talked about dating exclusivity, exclusivity commitment loyalty, nothing. Like, nothing. we only had hooked up that week in greece and kissed one other time and other than that we we're just like rave right besties i am the worst i like confrontation i was kind of like you know what let me just see what happens because like sure let's do it because we were going to a rave that upcoming week together so i let's date for whatever and see how it happens in that like rave whatever i just realized i wasn't fully ready for a relationship we're on different pages also i think i liked him more platonically than he liked me and it just wasn't right. what i was expecting wasn't what i needed i still was weirded out by the whole sammy thing like and what i knew from that and it just i i don't know that's not what i really wanted so yeah kind of ended weirdly like I felt bad because I just didn't know how to tell him like I just don't want you as a friend really want yeah like I just want yeah, you as a friend yeah that's a hard conversation to have it, with someone because you want to keep them as a friend yeah but you know like at that point it's like they're so far gone and they're like imagination of what like that you was, could be that was a hard part for me yeah I was like okay maybe my mom was like you need to just you need to end it because it like even friends because it's not gonna happen have, it's not gonna make him happy so either. yeah basically so just be your friend. that's bradford berry boy but it did teach me how i deserve to be treated he treated me so well starbucks ordered the bracelets like he put so much time and energy into that and i do deserve that he is an amazing guy and he will find the right girl for him but for me just like we're just more compatible for me he's an amazing guy yeah and really that's what is. i'm noticing about older men like we yeah. wanted to talk about this on the podcast yeah honestly older men just know how to treat a woman. So mm. the guy that I'm talking to right now is 29. How old is the guy that you're talking to right now? I think, yeah, 29. Okay, and we're both 21. Older men are at the point where they're like, no bullshit. They value communication. Mm-hmm. They value treating a woman with respect. They know how to be generous. They know how to be thoughtful. And they see things in the big picture. They think a lot about women in the sense of what am I looking for? Not only in a wife, but in a mother. Like, That's they don't what I realized too. Because I've almost, when I've started talking to these older men, kind of restricted my party girl personality and all that type. Like, I am trying to appear more I'm career-driven.
sensitive and mature, which I am, but also because I do think that it fosters a better relationship and also what they're looking for too. Right. Here's my thing too that worries me. My worry about getting into a relationship with an older man is that I will restrict myself from being fun and young and dumb. I've had my moments of being like a party girl. Like I moved out here when I was 17, 18. Yeah. Had my moments of like going out and having a lot of fun. But I notice that whenever I'm talking to somebody who is older and I'm associating a lot of my time with someone who is older, yeah. I bring my mental age to their level. And that makes me happy because I'm happy of the progress I'm making. Like mm. the guy I'm talking to right now, I'm going to call him Mr. I don't know. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Mr. Man. Okay. Mr. Alvin <laughs> and the Chipmunks. Okay, we're going to call him Mr. Bad. Mr. Man. Mr. Bad. Mr. Man treats me incredibly. First time we went out, he bought me like a gift from his hometown, which is another country. And I told him it wasn't gonna be a date and he still brought me a gift from another country. Mm. So Mr. Man got me this like super sweet gift. This is about a month ago. So when I say talking, I mean like this is super new, non-exclusive, super fun, fresh. He's really great, great person. I hope he doesn't watch this, but like, I don't wanna inflate his ego too much. He doesn't have an ego actually, which I really he like He has a lot of morals for himself and that's what older personal men have goals. they have a lot more personal, personal goals. goals because you guys know the thing that people say is like men mature seven years later than women like eat like so i'm 21 so that means a man if i'm dating a 20 year old man technically he's 21 minus 7 13 yeah. years old oh wow that's Quick weird to think about. yeah Wait, i was oh, telling sammy my dear friend sammy earlier that i used to literally like younger men more because mm -hmm. i thought that they worshiped you more they were mm -hmm. just like I don't know. I had daddy issues, so I was kind of afraid of older men because they just intimidated me. Right. Like, I didn't like, feel comfortable around them. Yeah, I didn't know what their intentions were. Brad Bradbury Boy honestly taught me that, like, older men do treat you better. They, they know maturity more. They know respect more. They kind of see you more as, like, a... I don't know, partner. Older a man gets, the more he gets in tune with his emotions and recognizes that it's important to have emotions. Yeah. Because boys, like, this age are so just, like, kind of entering this, oh, is it? Like, I'm a man, right? Like, I'm supposed to be a man, and I'm supposed to provide, and I'm supposed to this, and I'm mm. supposed to that. But, like, they don't recognize also that, like, having emotions is a part of being a good partner. Because they realize girls want passion from men. They don't just want to fuck boy or... You know, a guy yeah. who's just obviously not the type of person that you kind of can see long-term or in a relationship and all that. It's fun oh, and it's oh, yeah. toxic when you're, like, 18. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, I'd be yeah. lying if I said I didn't want fun and toxic now. Same. We because do want a bit of that. I do want a bit of that. It. I don't want to say I want toxicity because that would be, like, wishing bad for myself. Mm -hmm. But I want some type of, like, quick dopamine. Balance. Hit. Yeah. I feel like. So, like yeah. a balance. I want a guy. I want a guy who knows how to have fun. But he also is mature and kind of is that I don't know if you've seen Alex Earl and her boyfriend, but I feel like that because she's kind of a party girl, but she also definitely has a lot of career driven goals and is very oh my successful. god, yeah. And her man's just supports her in everything. Thank you. Just supports her in everything and seems like that balance. So I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes, but that's kind of the relationship I think I'm needing. Yeah, so, yeah. that's so like, cool. Like <laughs> their relationship off. seems dope. Yeah, it is really, it's really inspiring. Sammy, what is the closest thing to a relationship that you've had? What's <laughs> lately? Or lately? When, whenever. It was just Actually, sophomore wait, year. Sophomore year. Sophomore year. Okay, I'm gonna tell the quick version of this story. I was dating a boy, frat man. Frat man. Frat man. It's like Batman, but frat man. <laughs> And he was not a superhero. He wasn't super good at actually... He was a super small... Anything. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. I don't think I ever saw it. Oh. 
But you were dating him. For like six months. No, I know. I just... Yeah, I don't think I ever wanted to. Oh, maybe that's <laughs> part of why it ended. Okay. No, but okay. So I was dating a frat man. We were going on and off talking. We met on Tinder. And then one day, there were block parties at UCLA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When people would I get remember. mad about I basketball remember. games ending or whatever. And then they would go into the streets and like play on the trees. And like we'd climb up the trees <laughs> yeah. and like watch people burn shit in the fire. It was so, so weird. Feral. There was one time where I was yeah. like literally like shaking ass. And like right in front of the fireman. And it was so weird. Anyways. <laughs> so I met this guy. Sammy loves to shake ass. I love That's it. one thing I'm inspired by her. I could never oh. just shake ass on each well, I'll do it this spring break for the podcast. Oh, for the pod. For the pod, yeah. Because we do the extended video versions. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music, we do extended video versions on YouTube. So look them up on YouTube if you want to see, like, a little bit more of a longer version, a visual version. It's kind of fun because we're filming in front of my bunk bed and it's nice and cute yeah. and we're drinking wine. But anyways, we had matched on Tinder and then we were both in this tree. Like, imagine just, okay, other man on the side of the tree. You look like a guy masked on tinder is that you and he's like yeah and then we end up like going back to his frat house together and we were modern talking. love modern love story right terrible Tinder. so we started talking We've all that been night. there. he was from the same home state as me really? so we even so much really? as met up in new jersey oh one really? day like, i didn't even know that he visited my child at home yeah but it was still like friendly it was like we would hook up on and off and when i say hook up like from new jersey what hook up means is like making out just a clarification for the whole rest of the podcast because i don't really be sleeping with people not yet <laughs> maybe one day about six months into our friendship us like hooking up on and off we kind of get to a point where we i have no idea what it is after the summer after we were talking for like six months there was a three-week increment between me moving out of my current apartment lease with my best friend and moving into a dorm with one of my closer friends like at ucla campus mm -hmm. so during that three-week increment we didn't really have anywhere to live and i was like mr frat man i know that there's like a thing going on at your frat house where girls can move in could my friend and i move in for three weeks and he's like yeah so we move in and then a few days after we move our stuff in i'm like okay bye guys have fun i'll be back in two weeks i'm going to new york city so i went to new york mm -hmm. city and i visited my family in new jersey and then after two weeks i go back to la and i was so excited about everything that was going on in new jersey like i had had an incredible week with my family i wanted to tell everyone about it so so I knock on his door and I'm like, hey, Mr. Fratman, I want to tell you all about, like, I, I got back. Like, I want to tell you about everything. Ooh. He's like, okay, like, later. I'm like, okay. In my head, I'm like, this is weird. I'm like, do you know where, where my friend is? And he's like, yeah, um, she's in here. And I thought Ooh. nothing of it. I'm a really trusting person. I thought nothing of it. I was like, okay, guys, have fun. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm scared. And then tomorrow morning, he just goes so... Sammy, I really like your friend, and I I, no. I want to date her. No. And I'm like, Ooh. after two weeks of two me weeks. leaving these two people that is I... Is this Love Island? Right? No. Honestly, yeah, UCLA it is. Uh, UCLA frat island. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck frat island. But I was just like, fuck. And I, I was mad at my friend for, like, months. But then I found out the whole situation. That's tough. Basically, I would he be kind of manipulated her. So, like, I've forgiven her at this point. We learn, I guess. Basically, my best forget, friend and forget. my... No guy i was talking to got together behind my back because i moved them in with each other that's really fucked to happen but also yeah. sammy moved in her friend and situationship together while she left so so i think humans, accountability humans do just be humans doing, do like, be getting horny it does do. happen he was also astronomically more interested in her within two weeks than he was ever interested in me within six months so honestly like it is what it is and i wish them both the best you know yeah and she's gonna have a relationship now why do you think you're single do you think you're emotionally closed off at all i think i, think I am partly yeah i realized i'm really afraid of commitment being in a relationship seems like a full thing for me and like i have to be super into it so then if i'm not 
you know, 100% into it, I like, oh, I don't want it. I don't want it. So I closed myself. Honestly, it does feel like a full-time commitment. Yeah. Like, being a mom, being a girlfriend, being... Oh, God. Well, okay, I don't know why I'm bringing but, up like, being a yeah, mother. That's true. Let's that's not talk about that. Think- it shouldn't be as scary as it is. I think that yeah, for I me, agree. like, I like the dopamine hits of, like, going out and flirting with people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just, like, a young mentality. It's but fun. with the guy that I'm talking to, like, he he makes me feel good about myself. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see where it goes. The reason I... We'll reassess, by the yeah. way. We'll, the next time we'll talk about the guys that we're currently talking to, mm-hmm. we'll be in, like, three to four weeks on our spring break episode. Yeah, so, so we'll give you an update. We'll give you a full I'm going update. on a date right after this podcast. Yeah. Like, she's literally outside. Waiting and for I her. need to be going. Yeah, but, she needs to go. Okay, that's why we're dressed up by the way because last time I was not dressed up for the pod yeah. this time I'm dressed up because she's going on a date and I might be going out the reason I think I'm single I used to think it was a me thing but now I'm realizing it's a them thing it's not me it's them because I just haven't found the right person mm-hmm. and for me now being single I'm like the reason why is because I mean I'm very solid in myself now there's still a lot of room for improvement but I'm realizing that I just haven't found that person that I've really wanted to not be single with so yeah that's why I'm single yeah for now and being single is better for me for now because I haven't experienced that and I haven't yet to find that person but I think I when I'm in that like I'm kind of ready I'm tired of going out and trying to meet people and stuff like I just want that person but until I find it like I'm not gonna settle bend over back yeah or settle yeah someone that you don't think is the right guy yeah I'm at a point where I still don't really want a relationship because I'm hoping to travel a lot over the next few years of my life and I feel like traveling Mm -hmm. single is fun but I also think that there is something to be said for like Traveling with the love of your life? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Like, One day, yeah. Cool. Like, I hope. That'd be so fun, romantic, and cute, and adventures. Like, I've seen a lot of the world that I've wanted to see by myself because I did study abroad, yeah. and I recently went to Japan. I just... I don't spend money on anything. I don't spend money on going out to eat, on food. All I spend money on is flights. Like, I am a travel girl at heart. It's the thing that makes me the most happy. That's the best place to spend your money on. Yeah, experiences. Fuck designer, fuck whatever. Gucci, yeah. Like, like, experiences are priceless. Yeah, any jewelry I have, it's either a gift or fake. Same with bags. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need the real stuff. Yeah, my favorite purses are, like, 20 bucks. real (laughs) people. Yeah. 100% 100% true and though. that's what I've learned like growing true. up too is like money doesn't make happiness but your relationships do for real what are you guys doing for your date tonight so we're getting drinks okay and well, I don't know he said an amazing spot that he has planned oh. that I've never been like I've been in LA a lot so let's see what he has planned I like where man takes initiative I do just, like, like that and it's a surprise yeah. kind of thing but also going to that like normally I'm not for drinks on the first date but we've met before we met like once before mm. so this is kind of our first like real hangout together even though it's just drinks right. so I what guess type of date go- do you like I like a date I feel like for the first date, I'm not into the drinks anymore. I mean, I know it's a good, like, breaker and whatever, but I mm. kind of like a little more effort, I've realized. I right. like maybe a dinner, like, to show some thought. Maybe, like, we go to the beach and, like, I don't know, order pizza or something. Mm. Like, it doesn't have to be crazy. I'm not looking for, like, monetarily freaking wild. But right, I just right. like a little thought. Like, I don't like being texted the day of or, like, if I text you a week before and we make plans and then yeah. I wait to hear from you that it's happening the day of, you know? Right. Like, like you can be on. fiscally conservative but be mentally thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, like, we notice that now. In the we books, Why it. Men Love Bitches, The Rules, yeah. like, all the books, like, yeah. you don't say yes unless they invite you at least, like, three days prior. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a question for you. Go for it. What is your, like, biggest red flags? When he's, like, judgmental of other people. Because, oh, oh my god, actually, no. When he has an ego and flexes his money. 
Because mm-hmm. I've gone on a lot of dates with men who have just flexed their money. And in my head, I'm like, okay, you're just really insecure and you think that your money is all that you have. Because I went on a date with a guy recently, an incredible guy. Everything about him, incredible. Except for the one thing where he would talk about, yeah, like my ex-girlfriend, she really only liked me for my money. And like, I couldn't blame her. Like, I gave her a great lifestyle. I gave her a nice apartment. Then he would say to me, yeah, but look, I'm wearing an Apple Watch, not a Rolex. And that's because I don't like how women out here are only into guys for the money. You can't Please, have it both ways. We see it's like you. this guy was du- right through you. It was like this guy was doubly insecure. It was almost as if he was insecure that people only wanted him for his money. But he felt that because people only wanted him for his money, it's he sad. needed to still flex yeah, that. Yeah, it's had a sad it. thing that and, I've seen a lot of rich men do. And a lot of men, not even rich men, but like successful men in any capacity too, yeah. they'll bring up things to bring up their monetary status. Mm-hmm. And that does not impress me. Yeah. I'm impressed by heart and passion yeah, and personal That's goals. what I realized a lot. But and adventure, spontaneity. Adventure. I love when they're like, let's just humor. do this. Yeah, humor. If you're not funny as yeah. hell, it's not happening. It's not happening. not happening. You need to be funny. I like confident, funny men, but not too cocky. Not cocky. Yeah. You need to chill a little bit. Like, yeah. it's scary. What's your biggest red flag? I think a big red flag for me lately is when you can tell that you're not their number one priority. Not that I want to be their number one priority, mm-hmm. but I think it's just, I want like a little bit of thought. I think a green flag is if they have a good relationship with their mother or their sister or how they treat yeah. women because that really shows. I think another green flag is if they have a good relationship with their friend group, you know, and yeah. like shows that. They respect their friends. If they right. talk shit about the friends, clearly it's going to reflect on a lot of other things. Just kind of how they act towards other people is a big flag. Green, red, yellow, all that. I've been experiencing a very yellow flag with the guy that I'm talking to. What? He's, like, territorial, but oh, in a way yeah. where it's not, like, toxic, but it's also not, like, cute. It's, like, a middle ground where it's, like, if we were to, like, pursue things, it could potentially become a red flag or it could potentially become a green flag. What are your thoughts on territorialism? From an outsider perspective, whenever I see men being territorial over their girlfriends, I instantly am like, no. No. I think there's yeah. a reason to be respectful and balanced, obviously, mm. but I think if they're restricting them from what they wear, with who they go out with, like even hanging what out with do. their friends, you should have that trust. Clearly, if there's no trust there, like you don't want your partner going out if you think they're going to hook up with someone, but like you shouldn't think that if you're with them. You should be able to have relationships with your girlfriends that were similar. Obviously, you're not going out to flirt and hang out with them, but I still like just going out to hang out with my friends and dance and stuff. Or when I go to Vegas all the time, it's not to make yeah. out with men. Like, it's, it's not, it is me, the absolute I'm opposite. Going like, there for it's them. to avoid the men yeah. and hang out with the I'm girls. I'm going there for the yeah. girls, like the music, free yeah, drinks, whatever. But yeah. yeah, I literally, for my 21st birthday, oh my God, we need to make a whole other episode about this. But for my 21st birthday, Vegas. we went to Vegas together yeah. and we went with our two friends that are both in long-term committed relationships mm. and they were fine and we were yeah. fine. Neither of the four of us flirted with anybody. Yeah. And like, it was I think really fun. it's we, really we important just there, yeah, to be able to, to be, be there with the girls. girls. And it's really important for guys to be able to trust girls at a girl's trip. Okay, off script. My camera literally died in the middle of filming with Alex. So jump cut 30 minutes. I charged my camera battery in the limo ride over to here. Alex is on her date. Hopefully it's going well. But I am at some club. This is the end of the podcast. If you want to see the extended video version, go to my YouTube channel. I'll be filming a little bit of an extended video version over on there. But if you're just listening to the podcast, thank you guys so much for watching this episode of Off Script. Make sure to tune in next week for another episode. And for those of you on the extended video version, let's head on into the club. It's so commendable that you're filming at the fucking club. Thank you. <laughs>